have the opportunity every day to uh, to analyze the game and that's actually what i'm doing when i'm training i try to analyze the game and like i said earlier i don't see that any uh, i don't see uh, that much volleys for me is 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 a very good drill that uh, I, I said it a lot of times before that if you were dropping off from the moon and you see goalkeeper uh, see football for first time see goalkeeper play for first time would you would you ever would you ever suggest to uh, kick a volley would you because if you see the game you will say if you drop off from the moon you ever see football before you said why there's no volley in football why do that so so for me it's a good drill to think about if you were new in the game then what would you do? Hello guys and welcome to another episode of the Gloves On podcast. We are your host Alexander Brams and Marcus Sundan is with me as always and today we have Lars Bjerg, goalkeeper coach from Welcome, Lars. Thank you. Yes, and today we're going to talk a lot about being a goalkeeper coach, a lot about trusting your goalkeepers and the practices and, of course, about gloves. So, Lars, can you first tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into goalkeeping and being a goalkeeper coach? Yeah, I, I started as many other kids, as a young kid and uh, playing uh, for a start as an outfield player and then uh, after a period I find it more and more interesting to uh, to be in the goal so around I was around 15 years old I I started to be a goalkeeper and uh, yeah I was playing as a goalkeeper until I was uh, 28 when I had to stop because of an injury and then uh, Afterwards, I was uh, starting to be a goalkeeper. So I've been a full-time goalkeeper coach for nine and a half years now. That was the, the short version of me. Nice, short and sweet. So you have been in Odense for the past bit over four years. And and how has it been working with, with different goalkeepers and, and players who've been sold and, and so on? Uh, it's been a very good time in uh, Odense Ball Club. Um, I've been very lucky to work with some uh, very, very good goalkeepers. First, I work with uh, Sten Krydebust, a Norwegian uh, national goalkeeper, a very good goalkeeper, uh, experienced goalkeeper. Uh, it's also shown that he could take the next step to FC Copenhagen. So, so that was uh, that was a good experience for me uh, to work with him, and I learned a lot from him. Of course, I learned something from me, but uh, I also learned a, learned a lot from him. Uh, and now I have uh, a more uh, young group with uh, Oliver Christensen as a first uh, first team goalkeeper. And uh, yeah, I've been training with him for the last four and a half years. So I have been uh, on his journey from uh, from a talented goalkeeper under 19 to uh, yeah, actually uh, actually a national goalkeeper for Denmark. So it's been a pleasure to to work with uh, those goalkeepers. Yeah, that must that must been. Amazing to see him, first of all, go take the step and play for Superliga, which he's done now for one and a half year, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then... Stay one and a half year at the first team. Yeah, exactly. And then recently got his national team debut. So that that's amazing. So let's talk about that. How how was it to, to, to give or 
take a chance on a young goalkeeper and how how did you influence the choice for Oliver to be the first choice whenever Steen left and you didn't go by some some 30-year-old experienced goalkeeper? Yeah, first of all, I have to say that uh, it's also about uh, having a bit of luck because we we have Steen as a goalkeeper and uh, he was a very good goalkeeper for us. He was playing uh, for the Norwegian national team and, and we were very satisfied with him. Uh, but he uh, he didn't want to renew his contract, so and he wanted to try something else. So of course, we was looking in the market for a new goalkeeper, and uh, we actually also picked up a goalkeeper from Norway, uh, Sayuba Mande. Played a lot of uh, matches in the best Norwegian league. Uh, league. Uh, so he came in, and then it, it it we decided it should be a fair competition between uh, Sayuba and uh, Oliver. And uh, yeah, in the end, Oliver was picked up to play the first game and, and he hadn't looked back from there. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great story from, with Oliver. I remember I played in, in Odense when I was U13 to U15, then I was U15 and then we had goalkeeper practice and one day Oliver came up to train with us and he was U12. So he was three years younger than me and he was almost as tall as me, first of all. And then he just jumps in with no fear, no anxiety, no whatever, just doing really well. And I, that's when I saw like, all right, he's good. And then, yeah, what, six, seven years later, eight years later, he gets the, the first team debut. Uh, and it's just been amazing to follow his journey and see how he has developed his game. And how have you, I know you've coached him every day, but how have you supported him taking this big step into the big leagues? Of course, I train with him every day, uh, and I find the most important job I have with him was to 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 make a good plan for him because it's easy to see that uh, that a goalkeeper can be in the goal when he's actually in there. But the the, the biggest uh, yeah the biggest job for me was to see uh, that he could actually be the one to be there in one day. So so for four and a half years ago, we we, we started to make a plan for him. And uh, we just look at the plan for every half year, and then uh, what what things we need to develop on, and uh, and what what things we need to work on, and uh, yeah, in the end he's just building on. And like you said, he's 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 uh, yeah, he's a real goalkeeper. He's really crazy. He's a crazy goalkeeper. We don't think that much, and I think that's actually helped him a lot that he don't think that much about things. He could play his uh, his debut for Unser Brugge was uh, at Brøndby Stadium, in front of uh, I think yeah ten or fifteen thousand people on Brøndby Stadium, and uh, Adam Smear is very very tough in there, but he didn't have any influence on him. He just loved it from from the day one. So so yeah. So the biggest job for me is is to make a good plan for him and 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 help him with every day, and it's also about trust. Because when when you bring a young goalkeeper into the the best league, uh, the first team in a club, you know you know he will make some mistakes, and 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 you know Oliver has a big potential, but it's also about accept what he's not that good at and 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 work at it all the time. So for me, it's just all the time push him when he needs to be pushed and help him when he needs to be helped. Yeah, that's that's amazing support and just hearing the his mentality when 
getting his debut at Brøndby Stadium against that crazy crowd. That is amazing. That's, the, that's something I noticed something about his mentality when I trained with him a couple of weeks ago where, where my brother scored a good goal on him. He was very close and then didn't bother him. He walked up, we had a, the next set and then he makes a great save and still didn't bother him that he saved it this time. It was just next rep, which is something that is admirable to, to see and just see that he has that elite mentality. I'm happy to hear that because, of course, that's also something I, I talk with him about. We have worked for a long period, him and I. So, so, so of course, we have a good relation and we know each other very well. But, but some of the things that I try to uh, bring into the club when I came in was that that every situation, every goal there was uh, we let in, it should not just be. Uh, be a goal in the in the ball. It should be one specific uh, goal, and then we every time we we conceded the goal, we have an uh, of course allowed them to have a frustration phase where they can uh, kick to the post or what they want. They can throw a ball away if that's necessary. But but as soon as they finish with that, I think it's important that they go into the analyzing phase so they can analyze what was actually wrong. Could I do uh, do something else to to save the ball? And straight after the analyzing phase, they need to make they need to make a new plan so they can say, okay, now I've made the analyze, then I can make a good plan. How will I actually do next time your brother shooting on him? So 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 that's 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 the way it works. Of course, I'm happy that uh, you also see that uh, he's doing uh, when I'm not there. Yeah, and and talking about transitions because obviously it was a big transition for Oliver to get his de- debut and then get all the trust from obviously you and also the head coach to secure the spot and now have played for one and a half years. But I mean, it must also have been a big transition for the, for Odense Ballflug overall, because as you mentioned, you went from Stein Grudeboost, who was in the thirties, right? And he went to play for FC Copenhagen, uh, one of the biggest club in, in Denmark. And uh, you go from a very experienced goalkeeper to a goalkeeper that's getting his first senior game and then actually deciding to stick with him. And I think, I don't think we heard Oliver by saying that he's been through some ups and downs during his time for Olsen. For but even though when he have some games where we, all goalkeepers have games where we make mistakes, uh, we might cost the point or three at the end, but you as a goalkeeper coach and your communication with the head coach, how has it been doing these one and a half years to, to follow Oliver's career, obviously his, his uh, development and then deciding to stick with him all, all the time. Yeah, it's obviously when 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 you go from an experienced goalkeeper to to a young talent goalkeeper, then then you need to to cut it off and said what is what is actually uh, talent and the potential and and what is what you actually give on the pitch, because if I should be honest, in the start of all your career, he was there and everybody could see he has a lot of talent, he had a lot of potential, but in the end, he was he was not saving the point for the club as Stein did. So of course. 
that's 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 a big uh, change for the club. If you have a goalkeeper, maybe uh, save uh, five to seven points per season for for the team and go to a talent goalkeeper that maybe don't make any mistake, but he don't he don't save any points for the club. So so that was that was a big change. But I actually think it was it was helping uh, Oliver that he was uh, he was a local kid. Uh, growing up and uh, and being a first uh, team player, I think it helped him because. But I feel everybody around the club uh, in the in the city they 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 really want Oliver to succeed because in Odense they have a big tradition about uh, bringing uh, good goalkeepers uh, to to the map and then 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 the story in Odense is. Also, they always have good goalkeepers. They have the famous Latour, who played uh, 817 matches uh, in the best Danish league. That's 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 brilliant. And uh, Thomas Sørensen is played in OB. Jesper Christiansen was sold from OB to to Glasgow Rangers. So so so. But I actually think it was it was helping Oliver that that everybody wants him to succeed. So I think that. If you make a small mistake, people said, "Yeah, it's okay. He's a young talent goalkeeper, and and we will we will we will live that." If he's just growing up to be uh, uh, the goalkeeper we expect him to be, but for me, is 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 of course you can say I have I have of course trusted him because that's obvious. Because if I should not trust the goalkeepers, uh, who should then trust them? So. Uh, but I think it's 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 brilliant that that a big club. Uh, as owns the ball club, they 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 are willing to uh, to believing a young kid, because he started as a goalkeeper as a 19 years old, and that's that's the big job in a in a big club, and and the club has uh, yeah a goal every year to be in the top six, and and I think that's that's a good that's a good decision, and it's uh, yeah what can you say, you you will, it's a good decision for them to to trust a young kid. To to take the clubs on the first team. Yeah, I think you made a good point there because it obviously depends on what club you pay play for stuff like that. Um, but for Oliver to have the trust from obviously you, which is I think for a goalkeeper the most important thing, but also to know that first of all his teammates, but also the clubs, the fans, which in a professional club is so important to have them behind you, and obviously. For them wanting him to succeed because he's a homegrown player uh, coming from the youth academy, stuff like that. And you um, telling us you knew him from the youth academy as well, from going up at Odense Ball Club. Um, you had the opportunity also for you to, in some way, form him in the way you want as a goalkeeper coach, uh, if I'm not wrong. And for you to know Oliver as good as you as you do because you've worked with him over a good amount of years, a good period of time. Um, do you think that plays an impact as well uh, between the relationship, both between you and Oliver, between Oliver and the, the club and also the head coach um, perspective on who should be the starting goalkeeper? Ah, of course, I, w- I worked with him for for yeah four and a half years now, and and when I started to train with Oliver, he was just uh, a first year of uh, under nineteen, and of course, the job for me is always to look at them and see how can we develop them, how can we uh, take their potential and actually bring it to the pitch, because 
to be honest. We don't have that many kids, uh, keepers on, on the under-19 team playing that we don't trust. So, of course, we trust them all. But it's, it's the first step for them is when the under-19 goalkeepers is to take the step into the, into the first-team squad. And then I talked about earlier the plan that we made for Oliver. And, and the plan with him was that he should take the step from being a youth goalkeeper to be uh, a number three in the squad. And, and, and just to, to, to yeah, feel naturally in the squad and how you're doing. And, and if you ask, ask Oliver, he will, he will for sure say that, that he had a tough first time in, in the first team squad. Because as a young, young goalkeeper, the, the experienced goalkeeper, they expect that, the, that you, are, you deliver up there. So if you're kicking on your colleague in the other end and you, you don't hit him, Steve will yell at him and he has yelled a lot of Oliver. So, so it's been a tough start for, for Oliver to be in the, the first team squad. But, but after a period, he gets used to being in the squad and then we can start on the next step to say, okay, how, how can we bring you from being number three to being number two in the squad? And then we worked again. And I have to say the, the, the big difference between being number one or being number two or three in the squad is if you're number one in the squad, then you have to prepare yourself every week for playing the most important game for the club in the weekend. You, 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 have, to, you have to prepare yourself every week for that. But if you're number two or three, you actually uh, have the opportunity to, to work a bit on, uh, on your own develop because then you can all the time say, okay, I will probably not play in the, we in, in the weekend. So maybe I can work a bit on the physique in this week because I know I will be number three. So I will not be on the bench anyway. So, 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 so it's also about uh, making a good plan for them and, uh, and all, the try all the time talk with them about how can, they, how can they every day get something out of it. So they should never have a day in the club where they don't feel, oh, it's not necessary to be here. No, it's always necessary to be here. And you will always develop on something. Of course, then if, when you're number three, then you, the next step for him was to be number two. And, and when you're number two, you are, you are so close to, to, to playing uh, at the stadium. It's only one injury then you will play. And that was also what happened for Oliver. Uh, Steve got sick and then he he get the chance on Brunby Stadium. And, and he delivered like we expected, so 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 that was also that was also helping him that we should take the decision in the end if he should uh, or we should give him the chance on the first team because we have seen him playing on Brøndby Stadium from uh, ten thousand people and and he passed the test. So it was not only it was not the only thing we would look at, but but that was also a, a good point for us that that he could handle it. To, to play uh, on a big stadium in his first game and actually deliver a very good game. That's a, that's a great story and really interesting to hear all this and also the difference between being a first, second and third choice. And, and talking about that, you currently have a young goalkeeper group. I know you just, this summer, you signed on Hans Christian and then he is now third choice, I believe. And... How is it having again another young goalkeeper coming up, being in the in the goalkeeper union and the goalkeeper training? How is it having a young group, and how is it different from what you have tried before, where it might not have been a young group? Uh, it's 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 amazing to work with those guys, and and I think the the big difference between working with. Uh, more experienced goalkeepers, uh, uh, yeah, 
instead of uh, the young goalkeepers, if you have an experienced goalkeeper, maybe he has his own uh, own things he will he like to do. He prefers something before a game, and and he has done the things he's doing for for a very long period. So so sometimes it could be a bit tough to change it. I had a, I had a good period with Steen, and uh, some he had some uh, some part of his goalkeeping play. He will he will never change. I have some things. I look at him and analyze. I said, I think maybe it would help you if you change a bit of this. But he have doing, been doing it for so long periods, so it don't make sense for him to change it now. He said, Yeah, I'm a national A goalkeeper. I will, I will not take the chance to to uh, to adjust something here because maybe it will not be good for me. But if you have a young goalkeeper, they they don't have that in their mind. They they just want to go forward and they just want to develop all the time. So if you have a group of young goalkeepers is a bit more easy for me to to uh, to try new things off. I think the the goalkeeper play they have they have, they have really changed also the way we are training. I also heard some of our some of your earlier podcast and and I heard you talked about how you train. Is it game related? Is is I don't think it it makes sense anymore to have uh, two hundred uh, volleys straight in the gloves. I know it's, I also a goalkeeper, so I like the I like the shooting in the gloves. But it's a game related. I don't think so. But I can give you an example. When I had training with Steen, he preferred to have, yeah, 30 volleys in the gloves. And I can kick volleys and I can kick hard volleys and I can hit him every time. And he loved it. But does it make sense for me to do that? Nah, not really. I prefer that that you look at the game and see, okay, it's not that many volleys uh, fr- from the hand in a game. A lot of uh, balls is uh, from the ground or it's a rolling ball. So, so if if you watch the training I have uh, with this this group now, com- uh, compared to the to the training I have with the uh, with Steen and, and the group down there and at that time, it's 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 a bit different because now I've, I have the change. Uh, I have the, I have the chance to uh, to change something. To be honest, I, I love uh, training with Steen, but I also uh, want to be honest I, that I, I took the chance to to change something when he was not there anymore. I changed uh, a lot of the training because I do it a bit more game related because the, the young goalkeepers coming up from the academy, they're used to train game related because they have trained with me for the for the last four years. They know exactly what I wanted. And, and in the end, I want us to train uh, as similar as, as, as the game situation. They are in. Yeah, we love we love to hear that, and that's something I've experienced both ways. Where it was a lot of volleys, a lot of yeah, not so game realistic servings, and then into something where it's as you said, rolling balls, which is something that I love. Where you 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 make the ball roll, and then you hit it because then it becomes more unpredictable. And that's when I had I took my M one goalkeeper license when I was eighteen, and that's when I've. They told me, I think it was Stephen Patton who said that, yeah, rolling balls are more realistic. And these ones, you should do them more in your training compared to volleys. And then I did that. I went to the States, had a goalkeeper coach there, and it was all about game realistic training. And it's, it really, it made me better. It made me more prepared for the games. And it was just, yeah, great. So I've had experience with that. And yeah, brilliant. Uh, yeah, and, and and talking about now, um, it made me think of you saying Steen loves all the volleys to the hand, right? Um, yeah. 
but when you when you tell this story, it it sounds like now um, you don't incorporate volley stuff like that. With when I think of it, would you still <clears throat> because I like a session where I can start out five to ten minutes as a warm up to get the hands going with some volleys to get down uh, the ball between your legs and the scoop technique stuff like that to activate the body. Have you eliminated all that, or do you still incorporate it? Just not as much as you did with Stan back then. I didn't cut cut it totally off. Of course, I still do the volleys. I still do the half volleys, but 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 I don't I don't do the, that many repetitions because I I can ask you, uh, for example, if if you've used to the the ten volleys and the gloves, if if you just cut it off to ten. And then ten from the ground. I, I still think you will get the feeling in 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 your in your hands. Like I said earlier, I I know the feeling because I'm a goalkeeper coach now. But I'm still inside. I'm still a goalkeeper. And and the feeling about uh, getting a good grip on the on a on a ball, it will never change. It will never disappear because I still love it. And and sometimes, uh, uh, yeah, I also want a volley because I still love it. But but in the end your goalkeepers about okay what what uh, what uh, makes sense for you that that you have a good feeling or that you get good prepared for what you actually will uh, be putting into the weekend so in your case I, I accept that you love the volleys but you also you also love obviously to be prepared for what you are be putting into into the weekend and 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 to be totally clear it's not it's it's not steam that's the problem it was the time that he was uh, by because I'm I'm from the same uh, yeah the same generation that that I was growing up with all those bodies, but but to be fair, we, we just know better now and we have better opportunities. That the goalkeeper coaches that you two are training with now, they, they are so much better than than the goalkeeper coach I trained with. The tra- the go- I was getting my first goalkeeper session when I was probably eighteen. It was you will never meet a goalkeeper now. It was first get get his first session at uh, as a year of uh, eighteen. So so the time is just rolling, and 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 for me it's just important that that we follow up on on the time we're living in. And as a goalkeeper coach, I have the opportunity every day to uh, to analyze the game, and that's actually what I'm doing when I'm training. I try to analyze the game, and like I said earlier, I don't see that any. Uh, I don't see uh, that much values. For me, it's, it's, it's a very good drill that uh, I, I said it a lot of times before, that if you were dropping off from the moon and you see goalkeeper, uh, see football for first time, see goalkeeper play for first time, would you, would you, ever, would you ever suggest to uh, kick a volley? Would you? Because if you see the game, you will say, if you drop off from the moon, you ever see football before, you said, why there's no volley in football? Why do that? So, so for me, it's a good drill to think about. If you were new in the game, then what would you do? Yeah, I agree. I just thought it was important to to cut a line right for the listeners out there, so so they don't from one day to a, another just stop doing volleys and, and stuff like that. So it was just to to make a line for, because obviously we want to to adapt to new situations because we. The older we get, the more experience we get, and we we also need to adapt into the game and and develop ourselves. Um, and you getting involved in, as we've talked a lot about in this episode, with with younger goalkeepers, made you 
um, develop as a goalkeeper yourself. And we have talked about building a session up on game-related stuff, right? Um, and I think that's very important as well for for the sessions out there to be game-related because we obviously want, we train to perform in games at, in the weekends, right? So can you talk us through just maybe some small steps? We don't have to to go over all, like as a, a session you make with your goalkeeper team, for example, the session you'll have tomorrow. I know you had a game today, to probably be an easy session tomorrow, but an unusual session with uh, with your young goalkeepers where it's game related. Yeah, a normal session. It's also about, of course, it's also about the time of the season, uh, the day of the week. But but I, I prefer to to, uh, to to start up the warm up with uh, with with some passing and play with the feet. And for me, it's uh, when when I when I talk about game related uh, playing with the feet, I talk about uh, a lot of time, if you if you talk about the, the short passing, then then it's it's about your first touch. And if you look at the game and see, okay, how will I how will I how will I prefer to turn the game? So if I get a ball from the left and I will uh, turn it on right, maybe it's, there's an attacker pushing putting pressure on me. Maybe it makes sense for me to take it with the right foot because then then I take it with the fast away leg, so I can protect the ball with my arms and then I can pass it with the right. So, so I will I will incorporate that in my training. So we do we uh, yeah, so we do it right right, or we can do it uh, right left because that that would be a bit faster. So if you use right right from a ball from the left side, you will be able to protect the ball from an attacker. But if you use right left, you will be able to pay fast because then you can you can take the first touch with right foot and and before you uh, you putting the foot down, you can play with the very fast with the left foot. So that that would be a typical start of my training, and 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 my keepers they of course they know the the terms. It's important for me that I every time every day use the same terms so they know exactly what I mean, and it will also be the same things we are talking about when we analyze the games. So so the short passing that will they will start with that, and. Uh, and a lot of time, I combined it with uh, some some fast feet. You can you can you can do it in a cone. You can do it in a ladder. You you can decide. And and in that case, it's important for me to say. Uh, there's been a lot of talking about oh, should you do footwork in the in the in the cones, ladders, and it, it makes sense. But for me, it's 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 not the, the the footwork. It's not the double step or the side step or the is 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 the change between the steps and the set position. That's important for me. So use the first part in the footwork in the cones to a warm up, and then I look at the the way they get from the cones to the set position, or to the to the point where they have to pass the ball. So I like to combine the the, the drill uh, passing with the feet with the, some some footwork before, and after that I typically go for for uh, some handling. Yeah, like you said that could be volleys, that could be shots from the ground, uh, that could be the yeah. You talk about the scoop technique. We can even do the Danish catch. I know a lot of, one of you love the Danish catch. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, but afterwards I normally will uh, take out a theme. So if if we have uh, if we have you can say uh, you can have a one v one we can work with the, with a five point save then then we will go in details and work very close with the details about a five point save so so we will we will uh, go close and we will lock the drill down so it's only about the technique about the five point save is the is the theme is five point save 
and then afterwards I will try I will try to to open it up and see uh, by the analyzing of the game I will see okay how how did I do I normally come from from a position to a five point save and then I will build that on in my drill. So so you start with a very locked drill with a five point save. You go through to a drill where you actually have to move before the five point save, and then in the end we will put it all together and maybe put an extra ball on. So 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 in the last part of the training, uh, it will be an open drill. As open as it can be because we only yeah three goalkeepers and, and a goalkeeper coach and and uh, a lot of times I uh, I try to be very sharp about uh, what the theme for the for the for the for the normal training is. So if if we have uh, if we have a session with crosses, I will a lot of times to be trying to work with the crosses in the goalkeeper training. So, so they can go straight for the goalkeeper training with the crosses and go straight into the normal training. That sounds like great goalkeeper training and great, yeah, a great goalkeeper coach also. Uh, and it sounds like a lot of progression so that what you said, you build on, you build on, and then you make it up and you scale it up. And that sounds like I, I trained with a LA Galaxy coach in off season in, yeah, in LA. And that was also all a session where it was a topic theme. And then we made progression, as you said, from a kind of locked drill to a more open drill. And that was something that really helped me and something that I loved. So I love to hear that you do that as well. And that, yeah, obviously you can see that your goalkeepers are, are really good. So, so that's kudos to you, of course. But to change the subject, because we are called Gloves on Podcast, we want to talk about gloves. So what are your favorite gloves and why? Uh, my favorite gloves is... Uh, I, 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 to be fair, I have I have a deal with uh, Ulsport. So right now, I I prefer to to use Ulsport, of course. And 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 I actually, when I was playing in the in the best league in Denmark, I also use Ulsport. I think that's 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 a great brand. Uh, but I'm still a nerd about uh, gloves. So I love actually to talk about gloves. And uh, the, the the model I always uh, prefer to play with was uh, was the roll finger model. Uh, you can call it gun cut, but uh, you, they don't uh, make them that uh, that much anymore. The the Ulsport model is now called a fingers around, but uh, I prefer that that the grip go around the finger, and 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 I also prefer that if you look at your thumb that you have the you have the latex around the thumb because if you look at the finger you will you will never grip. Uh, if you have a flat cut, you will you will never use use it as a cut out because the thumb is is yeah what is forty five degrees. So I, so I prefer is go around the thumb. Yeah, interesting with the with the roll or the gun cut because I know Steen he uses that right. Yeah, when he were, he was playing in uh, Nike when he was uh, yeah. in the Olympics, but I think he's changed to Adidas now actually. I think I saw that too, but. But yeah, roll cut, I, I like that too. So I don't use it right now, but I have a, some gloves where I use it sometimes in training. But Lars, we're running out of time. So thank you very much for being on this podcast. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank you. It was a pleasure to talk with you. And it was nice to do some uh, nerding about the, the goalkeepers. Yeah, we, uh, we, yeah. We, we love nerding about goalkeeper. That's why we started doing this podcast. Now we've done like 40-something episodes and it's all been each topic, each nerd we've invited on. So it's mm-hmm. it's brilliant. So yeah, thank you. Thank you so much, you guys, for listening out there. Make sure to follow Gloves on Podcast. 
Marcus, which is goalkeeper Dame. I'm Danish goalkeeping and catch you on the next episode.